And we're back, we're back, and we're going to talk about how there's no freaking way Tyler Myers is getting traded. Stop dreaming, Daily Faceoff. I know we love to dream on this show, but we ain't dreaming about that. But maybe we'll dream about something else. It's Bezzy, and it's Bowen, and you're listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, baby, that's the jingle right there. Welcome to Locked On Canucks. My name, Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and credentialed media member for Daily High Vancouver. Who gave you that, man? What the heck? Before <laughs> we dive into the show, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks, your team, every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And Kyle, the sun is shining. I know that you want to get outside, maybe drink a beer, enjoy the sunshine. I got to ask you, though, you're stuck here talking to me for 20 to 30 minutes, man. But how are you doing and how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling good, man. And I'm I'm not stuck here. I'm here on my own accord, man, for the people. Yes, the people, the listeners, the new listeners. And for the people that are not even watching the show, yo, we're sending love your way. We're from Surrey. We lead with love. Go Canucks, go. We'll save the best for last. What is that? The comments. Yes, the comments at the end of the show. And we had a ton, man, a ton. And JT Miller may be the most polarizing athlete in vancouver since who since who travis lule what how is travis lule polarizing i don't know i just want to give someone else a shout out okay one time i oh, saw nice. travis lule in a in a mall surrey central mall i just want to give another shout out to surrey okay that's all all right fair oh, enough sorry. you know he might be the most uh polarizing canuck since uh since tyler myers oh wait they came on the team in the same season and oh wait they both ended up on daily faceoffs trade board list this week uh, so we're going to talk about that later on the show. Maybe take a way too early look at uh, what teams the Canucks could replace in the playoffs next season. Uh, I think we both have a guess on one of those teams. Uh, but Kyle, first and foremost, let's get to that trade bait list. Shout out to Daily Faceoff for, you know, just trying to stir things up in late April. You know, there's still three more rounds of playoffs to go. No one's getting traded for at least another mm-hmm. two months. And these guys still releasing the trade bait board. And uh, yeah, they had two Canucks on there. It was JT Miller at number five. And Tyler Myers at number 12. Uh, wow. Kyle, I think they might be out to lunch on both, um, especially Ty- Tyler Myers. But tell me your reaction to seeing those Canucks as twelve, two of the 12 players most likely to be traded this offseason. Uh, like I said, man, JT Miller is so polarizing. You got to keep him in the list. You got to put him in the SEO. You got to put him in the article, right? He just, he just gets clicks. I didn't know that, man. I didn't know that. Now, I'm going to take the guess that, again, this is because jt stands for justin timberlake also so when you put him in an article it just boost up justin timberlake man i i was in the shower listening to gone last night bro that's how i ended off my night and then rock your body by jt as well bro i'm going oh, yeah, that's, that's the gym i'm going houseboating in a couple weeks bro i'm dropping that one i was practicing the mixing today and that song's a classic so yeah jt miller always used in all these hit pieces because he's polarizing he gets clicks i just don't again see that happening again he went from 99 points to 80 80 what 81 points which is good it's solid it's not progression but it's still you know he's still a great player but because he dropped you know 18 points how 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 is it then now he's gonna get traded and yeah, that's so what he paid eight million dollars you know it's just 
It's like, it just makes no sense. I feel as if the NHL world is a little bored and he's one of the few stars that has garnered not only just interest, but a lot of news when it comes to uh, who, who may be moving on, on out here on the West Coast. But I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. Tyler Myers, man, I could see that happening. I want to put that out there, okay? I could see that happening. And I can especially see that happening if Aquilini doesn't want to pull out his wallet, his big wallet, his biggest wallet for OEL. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I think we we have differing takes on this, which is nice, which is nice. It's nice. Um, same, same, but different. We'll put it that way. I, I think JT Miller is more likely to be traded than Tyler Myers. Uh, that being said, I don't think JT Miller is very likely to be traded. I think if Ron Hextall, you basically need a desperate dumb GM like Ron Hextall in charge of things who's, you know, desperate to make a move like betting trading for OEL, you know, something like that. You need that kind of GM to make a JT Miller trade. And JT Miller has got a lot more value than, than Oliver Ekman Larson. So betting was really, truly on a, a, on a planet of his own there. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if there was like a rumored two first-round picks or something like that coming back for JT Miller, I'd be absolutely floored if any team was willing to do that. At, at the end of the day, if you're not getting solid, good value for JT Miller, you may as well keep him. And, and like, I know there's some cautionary tales. There's a lot of people crapping on the Winnipeg Jets right now, and rightly so, with, you know, Blake mm. Wheeler making $8.25 million and, you know, being past his prime. But Blake Wheeler gave them four to five years of solid hockey under that deal he signed. That gets forgotten about, too. So the Canucks aren't thinking about what JT Miller is going to be like at 35, 36. And I think I've, I wrote about this before. He profiles very similarly to Blake Wheeler. And if he can provide that kind of Blake Wheeler impact for the next five seasons, then this, this winning signing for the Canucks. So yeah. you can't trade JT Miller for pennies on the dollar. And they can't, they can't do that. And I feel as if there was again, only one GM rumored to be that high on JT Miller and he's no longer in charge of a team, right? Hextall's fired, right? He's not even in Pittsburgh anymore. And that kind of ruins things. Now I will say this, I'll say this and I'll put that out there. And Rick Dollywall, I think mentioned this way back when during the trade deadline, he, he mentioned that Carolina may be interested. If Carolina doesn't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I know they're missing a few goal scorers and it may be harder for them to get there, but let's say they can't get there. Does a little bit of desperation come in? I don't know. Now, if you're listening to this and you think that sounds a little interesting, go listen to Rob Brendamore's interview on 32 Thoughts. I'm not saying he alluded to this because that's the furthest thing from the case, but uh, maybe it'll help put the pieces together. I could see Carolina being uh, not not like entirely desperate because I feel as if they're they're a really smart organization, but they could be wanting a little bit of change, and JT Miller is a driver. And you, you just asked, you just said it, right? If he provides value for four or five years, then he's he's worth that contract. I know it sucks what may happen after those four or five years, but you got to live in the moment, baby. You got to capitalize in the moment, baby, for real, for real. And if a team picks up JT Miller and they win a cup, and then five years later they're overpaying him, it is what it is. So it could happen. Yeah, yeah, it, it could happen, but like like we said, with Hextall gone, I think JT Miller should not be number five on the trade bait board. Mm. That's that's just fishing for clicks, daily face off. Come on, Frank Sullivan, <laughs> Frank Sir Valley, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, yeah. And at number twelve on the list to me like makes even less sense. Tyler Myers, yeah, sure, in fairy fantasy dreamland, of course the Canucks want to trade Tyler Myers, but what are they going to attach this deal to give up to him? Uh, give up for him, you know. It makes sense if a team wanting to hit the cap floor wants to take on that contract and 
Uh, again, a signing bonus gets paid out in mid-September and some teams going, oh, we got to hit the cap floor. Let's acquire this guy. What are you giving up? Mm-hmm. For me, it's not worth giving up a first-round pick, which is kind of what a or player with one year making. Or Hooklander. I think I think it's going to take more than Hooklander. Okay. What, that's an interesting debate, actually. Would mm-hmm. would Tyler, would you trade Hooklander and Tyler Myers for a bag of bucks? To I clear think, the cap space. And not just to clear the cap space, but to be better next year, which is always the motto well, for the Vancouver Canucks. To yeah, be better. But that's, that's right what you're away. doing. That's so what you're doing, yeah. right? By clearing the cap space. You're, yeah, you're exactly. ideally replacing that with another $5 million guy who can come in and make an impact. Would you do it? I, w- I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, man. I'm a I'm a fan of Niels, man. I think he brings a level of tenacity that's not really something that I thought we would get from him. I thought it was more just skill. I think I think he's still a young player and he's proven to have developed in the AHL. And I want to see what he can do under Tockett. I think there is a chance that he's actually a Tockett favorite. Yeah. I feel as if there's a recipe for that. Now there are a lot of wingers on this team, you know. It's are the Canucks going to be super desperate when they can't move Beauvillier or something, or they can't buy out OEL? And if that's the case, and there's like a surplus of winner or wingers here, and maybe a guy like Tanner Pearson comes back, and again the desperation meter is at an all-time high, they may have to do that. It's either that or a first-round pick or another second-round pick. And man, oh man, that's that's life as a Canucks fan right there, man. No game six is over here. Just speculation in Tyler Myers. Yeah, seriously. I know. Was there four game sixes that are about to kick off in a half an hour time? I know we're recording a little later today, but yeah, I, maybe Tyler Myers in a second round pick for, for a bag of pucks. I still don't think a team's doing that. I think a team, again, the market's been set with lots of trades over the years. You know, Patrick Marlowe was kind of the first big one, but he was a $6 million contract for a first round pick. You know, if a team is willing to take on one year of Myers and a second round pick, I would probably do it. I just don't think a team's gonna gonna bite on that. I think they're gonna ask for more. Look at look at the Canucks gave up a second round pick to get rid of Jason Dickinson's contract. That guy made less than half as much money as Tyler Myers. So yeah, color me shocked if it takes a, uh, only a second round pick to clear Tyler Myers' cap. It, I just I just don't see it happen. Was the article titled uh, like likeliness to get traded or trade value? It was trade. It was a trade bait list. I'll trade bait list. Okay, so then that kind of yeah. makes sense because there's no value in Tyler Myers. He's he's way overpaid, and he's like, yeah. I mean, based on what we've seen from him on the Vancouver Canucks, is he playing every game for a playoff team? Maybe not. Maybe not. No. There's not a lot of value there, man. This, you know, everyone again. The the accountability card will only be played on the players this season. It's just the truth. It's a matter of time. Uh, there's only there's only so much blame and so much blame for so long that could be spilt over to the management group at Aquilini. This is the year where the players are accountable and accountable only. And a guy like Tyler Myers, uh, again, maybe no cabin trips with the family. I know that sounds dark, bro, because family first. You got to stay in the moment. Family first, your children first, all that jazz. But man, oh, man, you want to revitalize your hockey career? Stay in Vancouver. Uh, stay in Rick Tockett's basement. I'm sure he's got a big ass house, you know, for real. A you know five bedroom basement suite. Get him in there. Atu Ratsu, Pot Colson. That's a good. That's a good three, right? Heronic. I get Heronic to stay there too. And just you know, just run a boot camp, man. Run a boot camp. Push ups, sit ups, burpees. Get better. Get. 
better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Canucks would probably be better if they traded Tyler Myers, but I just don't think any sweetener is gonna gonna make that happen. So chin-ups it is, Kyle. And uh, you know, aside from chin-ups, you know what else you should be doing? Checking what? out eBay Motors because oh, for a championship oh, team, I know. I, you were, were you ready for it? Okay, we're ready. Okay. Let's go. No, no, for we're a championship ready. We're ready. team. Okay, good. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. The state, it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. It's got to so fit. The next time, exactly. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With the eBay guaranteed fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fill or your money back. Woo! Big promise, eBay Motors. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right price on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Available in the U.S. only. Shout out to eBay Motors. Shout out to Lockdown Canucks. Shout out to the people. I never have a problem with it not fitting right, you know? It's never been uh, never been put in that situation. You know, if That's you've great. watched Mansers back in the back in the past and understand that I'm a Hindu, you know, you can do the math yourself, okay? It's not surprising. I probably didn't have to tell you that. Again, you're listening and watching Lockdown Canucks, Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen on this beautiful, sunny, late April day in Vancouver, the West Coast, the best coast of Canada. And yeah, it's another sunny day where playoff hockey does not exist in this city. And I know I'm just repeating myself often on this program but it sucks i don't give i don't give a f yeah I, I think you and i knew this is what we signed up for right like we we hopped on board with locked on canucks starting march 1st we knew that this team was not going to be in the playoffs we knew that it was going to be a long off seasons and we knew we had to do it anyway so what did we say kyle go canucks we go said, let's do it oh. we said let's do it exactly oh. well yeah let's something like it. that go canucks yeah. go let's do it let's do yeah. that podcast thing um, let's do it quickly in, th- in this segment here you know let, let's this is a way too early look because a the Stanley playoffs aren't even done round one b we haven't gone to the offseason to see team changes yet but i thought we'd just take a quick look at the teams in the playoffs right now especially in the western conference specifically and see who might the canucks if they're going to make the playoffs who might fall out in the western conference and this might be a depressing exercise because maybe you say no one okay of course i don't really know but um let, let's take a look at it quickly. The one, let's start. Let's start from the bottom, okay? Let's start from the bottom. It's more interesting. The Winnipeg Jets are they making the playoffs next season? I don't think so. But I think they know, could be one of the, the worst thing. teams in the NHL next Whoa, season. Whoa! Wow, really? Just because of the like yeah. the change, or just because of? Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's going to be an over an, or, an organizational overhaul there. Um, like Pierre Luc Dubois is not coming back. Uh, that's a big piece. I I'm not sure how they replace him again. Winnipeg last offseason didn't miss the playoffs and everyone thought they were going to tear it apart. Pierre-Luc Dubois wanted out and then they kept everyone together and then they had a nice run over the first half and everyone's like, oh, look at Winnipeg. They're so smart. They kept everyone together. And then they absolutely flop in the se- second half. All these t- all this talk comes about the organization uh, not getting along, the guys not getting along in the dressing room and then they get, you know, not swept by Vegas, but almost get swept. They lose in five games. So, um yeah, I think the Winnipeg Jets are an easy choice. I, I'd be shocked if they made the playoffs next season. Although with Hellebuck, hey, anything's possible. That's what I was about to say. You know, he's still close to the the top of his game. 
He's still one of the best goalies in the NHL. He still proved that this year. It, w- it wasn't good enough to get them past five games in the NHL playoffs, but he's still that guy. And when you have that guy in net, it gives confidence throughout your lineup and anything is possible. You know, anything is possible with good goaltending. It was a big reason why the Canucks were confident going into the season. Yeah. Because anything would be possible if Demko played like a top five goaltender, but he played like a, like a goaltender ranked in the, the bottom, bottom half of the top 60 goaltenders in the beginning of the season. So yeah, man, this is depressing, man. Just talking about who we should replace. Like, come on, man. How about we just replace uh, whatever the F we've been doing over the past couple of years, you know? How about, again, we replace these off-season uh, tendencies, right? The cabin trips, right? Cactus Club every now and then. A couple of vacations. I know, I know. Again, the moment matters. And there's it's, life is way more than hockey. But don't you want success in your life? And don't you want to be successful in your in your industry next to your peers? And don't you think that whatever you guys have been doing over the last couple of years hasn't been working? Again, work out this summer. Shout out to Rick Tockett. Uh, work, Kyle, work, just out, say, just say, work out to just work say, it out. Work out to just, work it out. Just so you know, I said, you know, this is depressing. Uh, obviously, the Canucks miss the playoffs. But, uh, you know, if they're going to make the playoffs next year, they're going to have to, you know, be one of the best eight teams in the Western Conference. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Just keep going, man. I'm just saying. Right, right. Just saying. I'm just talking out loud, man. All right. Um, Seattle, man, I I'm shocked by Seattle right now. I, I picked Colorado to sweep in four. I I almost can't really believe what Seattle's doing right now. To be honest with you, I, I kind of wonder with their bad goaltending and just the way they perform this season. If they're at their peak a bit, I haven't dove into the numbers, but I feel like they've been a little lucky this season. I I wouldn't feel great about them making the playoffs next season. To be honest with you. Um, how would you feel about Seattle going into next season? Are they are they for real, or is it like a one year blip? I think there's a lot of momentum on their side. I don't think they've reached their peak, so to speak. Ironically, I think they've gotten a little a little lucky. That being said, they're all bought in, and they're one one away from knocking off the Colorado Avalanche, aka they're a couple steps ahead of the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, had to take it there. Had to take it there. No, well, it's it's true, right? I, the organizational depth, or I should say, the star power. Seattle's got the depth, but they don't necessarily have the star power right now. Depending on what you know, Beniers does or or Shane Wright. If you're a believer in Shane Wright, I mean, again, the Canucks got three pillars in place um, at center, defense, and goaltender that are better than, uh, than any of the pillars Seattle has right now. But that being said, they they are playing like a team. I just wonder if they they're kind of catching lightning in a bottle at the right time. I'm not totally bought it as Seattle being like a cup contender. And maybe that's just my West Coast bias. Uh, but Kyle, aside from that, I, <laughs> I look is, at which Colorado. is ironic because they're on the West Coast too. Yeah, but you know, this is the yeah. the, 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 the Northwest the Coast bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're the OG uh, Northwest Co- Coast team in the NHL, okay? Seattle? Yeah. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Uh, Freaking cracking. <laughs> um, I honestly though, but what I look at those two wildcard teams is I'm me not being sold on at all going to next season. But I look at the other six teams and I don't know, man. Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Vegas, Edmonton, Los Angeles. I don't know, man. I'm not sure if any of those teams are falling out next season. I, I would mm-hmm. say I think Edmonton and Colorado are probably the cream of the crop with their star power um, and where they're going. I'd be shocked if they missed um, L- L.A. I think they just have a lot of depth as a good young team. They, they, they're they on the fence, though. Um, I, I really like Dallas as well. I put Dallas closer to that Colorado-Edmonton tier. Um, and 
Vegas getting a little bit older, but hard to count them out. Maybe I would go Los Angeles and Minnesota as the other teams I'd be a little bit concerned about as potentially missing the playoffs next season. Um, and just quickly to give some listeners a bit of hope, you know, based on last season, there were three teams in the Western Conference who didn't make the playoffs this season. And that was Calgary, Nashville, and St. Louis. Um, we're all replaced this season by by three other teams. So, you know what? It happens every year. It happens every year. It's not uh, usually the same eight teams don't make it. So Canucks fans, that is reason to believe. Reason to believe, and I feel as if I have to hold myself accountable, right? And if I want the team working out this summer, I got to go hard in the gym starting now. And if you're a Canuck fan out there and you want this team to do well and, you know, you know, treat your body right all, all off season, health is wealth, and put that energy out there. You know, sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror before you critique others. And I feel as if if you're a Canucks fan and you go to the gym, more this summer or go for walks and do your thing. Karma will play its way into making sure the Canucks make the Stanley Cup finals next season. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. I Let's love go, it. man. Enthused. That's great. Enthused. That's great. Yeah. You're listening to Locked On Canucks, the podcast that will be covering the Canucks Stanley Cup win in 2024. <laughs> Are we delusional? Probably. But we're going to be here on the other side. Locked on Canucks, baby. You're back. You're back on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That is Trevor Bags, your team. Every day. Shout out to the everyday. Or shout out to the people, again, that are not even watching the program. We are sending love your way. Always lead with love. That is what we were taught in Surrey, British Columbia. Hey, speaking of love, shout out to the comments, man. Again, JT Miller, whenever he's in the title of these episodes, it's the best day for our careers as podcasters. <laughs> it's just the truth. This guy gets the people going. He really does. I, I okay, mean, for- okay, in, in fairness though, we're not doing the we're not doing the daily face-off trade, but I think like the Atu Ratu comparison to JT Miller is, is a legit question that I wanted to talk about. So we are pulling yeah. the daily some, Sometimes um, I don't know about you, okay? Sometimes I don't know about you, Mr. Media member, all right? All right? How'd you get there? You sold your soul. More on that later. How did how did I, I sell myself? Okay, yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah, we, if we talk about that, the episode's getting banned, and they're finding us and they're shooting us. All right. Intense. Marky Mark. Hey, this is a qu- question for Trevsky. Trevsky. First of all, let's not go there. This guy got the coolest nickname, Begsy, and this guy's trying to trying to start Trevsky. No, no, no. Marky Mark is, a, nah, is an elite nah. commentary. He, 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 he can call me Trevsky if he wants. That's all he's good. Been a long, he's been a long-time fan since Nux misconduct days. He's followed us. Anyways, he was asking – I think he was asking you to ask me to name my top five favorite Nickelback songs. And Woo. that's hard for me to do off the dome. I'm not going to lie. You know, Photograph, Rockstar, the easy ones. Every single Canadian knows those ones. Can you name the other three for the people? You got three more? Yeah, those two wouldn't be in my top five, though. Okay, well then, then name five others, man. Let's go. I would go. I would go. Too bad. How does it go? Um, I would. I want to be too bad. Too bad. Too oh, late, that song's so crazy. Long, so long. It's a great song, man. That song is beautiful, man. Yeah, I, I I do feel I know like Photograph and Rockstar are like the top Nickelback songs, but I I feel like that's when they started to go oh. downhill. Was two thousand five. Burn it to the ground. How about that? Burn it to the ground. Yeah, a, a little a little cheesy, but it's a good song. It's a good okay. song. I don't know if it would crack my top five, but I would probably go How You Remind Me in, in my top five, and then I would go. 
What's the Ooh. one where it, uh, it doesn't really mean a wise man? Yeah, someday, someday, someday's great. This is it remind me of what I really Oh, that's what that uh, sorry, that's I thought I was thinking someday. Someday, somehow I'm gonna make it yeah, all right, okay. but not a right now. I don't know if you Anyways, can name this, this is going one. downhill. Yeah, can you just Yeah, I, I'm gonna go someday, I'm gonna go do this anymore, and I'm gonna go feeling way too damn good on top of how you remind me of too bad. Uh, okay, cool. And, and on that note of Nickelback, I man, you know, just, for sure. just just working working around uh, future entertainers in the city and uh, a lot of noise in the past, you know, the recent past. You know, nobody can make it out of Vancouver. Nobody can make it out of the West Coast. It's hard. You got to go to other places, blah, blah, blah. The city will never have your back, blah, blah, blah. You cannot do it. You cannot do it over here. Nelly Furtado and Nickelback. Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. Oh. I wish you could shut up, Trevor. Just right shut now. up. Enough said. Enough said, okay? Enough said. Next comment, okay? Trey JT from Matt03. And there was another dude who commented. I couldn't find uh, the actual comment, but I think it was from Tactic88. And he said something like, even a doctor knows he must root, remove the tumor. Like, he can't just keep the tumor in the patient. <laughs> oh, damn. And he's referring to JT? Yeah, dude. Oh, that's what I'm saying, bro. But again, it's not, it's not, it's not tactics fault that he's in a dark place in life. And he's referring to hockey players being in dressing rooms as cancerous and vital killer. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's not that deep, but because the Canucks suck and they've sucked for close to 10 straight years, this is what happens. It's not tactics fault. It's the Canucks fault. Yeah. It's the Canucks fault. And this is why I think we should be able to sue Jim Benning. I'm probably sue Francesco Aquini at the same time. Although who knows, you might even have lawyers that knocking at our doors just for saying that. Yeah, probably. And you're probably just blocked right now. You're not going in. Sorry, family. The bacon just got removed off the table. Uh, but Hey, we could replace Trevor. Trevor's funds, whatever he gets for going, going to the press box and, you know, writing these stories about the Canucks. Now he just talks some crap about Francesco and now he's not alive, but we can replace that. If you know, if the people watching this hit the subscribe button, hit like comment, tell their friends. If you're watching this in Surrey, tell your Surrey folks that you just found Surrey's Canucks show. Bum. And now, now Trevor doesn't have to watch Canucks games or go drive to Rogers arenas, Rogers arena to cover games. He can just stay at home with his family eat dinner like a normal person and spend more time in the moment again with his children. If you subscribe. Uh, yeah. Do, please do subscribe. It would uh, mean a lot to Kyle and I, and, and I guess my family as well. Cause you know, I got to put that bacon you, on man. the table. More to you, man. I'm doing this for you. You know, it's, it, I'll, I'll say it's one thing quick before we get out of here and enjoy some sunshine. You know, I, I don't get, I don't get paid by daily hive to go sit in the press box. I do that because I love this city and I oh. love the Canucks. I don't get paid for that. I, I get paid for writing, of course, but mm. I don't get paid. I don't get any extra special bonus pay because I go cover the games. I just do that because it's a privilege, man, and I enjoy doing it. So shout out to Daily Hive and shout out to the city and the hockey team. Hopefully one day my next goal is to uh, to cover a playoff game. But for now, my goal would just be to uh, to grow this right here. Lock Talk connects with you, buddy. So if, uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, subscribe, tell a friend, leave a comment. We'd appreciate it. All of that right there here on Locked On Canucks. Let us know in the comments below if Nickelback is 
one of your favorite bands of all time in the top 20 in the top 20 man wow that's how we're gonna head yeah. into the weekend nickelback talk i'm pretty sure that down the road we'll get chad kruger on the show i like why? it why not shout out Oh yeah, no, why not? Well, I have to as a watchman. This is how you remind me of what I really am. That's a crazy bar, man. Locked on Canucks, man. Yeah, I think we spent 80 to 90 seconds at the show thinking nickelback. So apologies to the listeners out there for having to endure that. But for those who did tune into the very end, shout out to you. Shout out to the everydayers. And if it's the first time listening to the show, welcome and we love you. Player reviews are coming next week, baby. But for now, I'm Trevor Beggs. That guy's Kyle Bowen. And you've been listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.